0: Hello, heathens, and welcome back to Spinning the Wheel Podcast with me, your host, Megan Angus. And this week, you are joining me, or I am joining us, I don't know however that works out, right, for Maybon season slash just about Samhain season, full moon in Aries, lunar week, 35 by some lunar calendars around the planet. This one's gonna be short and sweet, kids. Yes, I know, oh my God, it's the full moon and it's so close to And oh my God. But you know what? The cool stuff actually really starts next week. It's dope, it's a full moon. It's dope that it's a full moon, hurrah. Um, but we have some kind of funky astrology this week and we actually have a really small amount of holy days this week. So rather than... Uh, my usual hour and 35 minutes, (laughs) I'm going to save my voice and I'm going to um, just dial in on the really potent stuff that I think that we are going to want to work with and have to work with um, over the course of the next seven or so days. All right, my friends, let's get into it. All right. Our lunar week this week starts on October 20th at eight or nine o'clock in the morning, Pacific Standard Time, and later in the day for everybody else around the planet with a big, fat, beautiful, extremely juicy, badonkadonk dump truck of a full moon in Aries. Now, what are we doing with a full moon in Aries? Well, we're doing a lot of really cool stuff, but the big magical work that we are doing is we are kind of reviewing and participating in <laughs> fighting battles, internal and external. And those internal and external battles are going to show up in some really interesting ways this week because of some of the other astrology that we are wrangling with. We'll get into that in just a minute. But, um, but really when we have this full moon in aries let's think about first our lunar process right we start out with our new moon that's a seed then we move into the waxing crescent and that's where the seed kind of sprouts and pushes out of the soil then we move into the waxing half or the first quarter um and that's where you know as a plant we kind of have to decide all right am i going to do this or what are we doing and then we move into the gibbous phase where we've really committed to like, yep, I'm going to be a vine. I'm going to produce fruit. We're going to do the whole thing. It's going to be great. And here at the full moon, we have our first fruits from our process, whatever that is. And when it comes to Aries, we are talking about the warrior that is in us. And that is a word that has carries a lot of weight right now in our world. Um, because war... For example, (laughs) the military industrial complex of which warriors are an intrinsic part is, for example, the largest polluter on the planet. Um, You know, and uh, what is war good for, anyways, right? Uh, Is war over if you want it? Um, uh, So, as warriors, and the elements in us that are warrior-like, there is this opportunity with this full moon to really ask ourselves, what do I fight for? Um, What am I defensive about? Um, What am I worked up about? What am I ready to go to war over? And also, what is the side effect? of that stuff? Or what are the side effects of me committing to those types of behaviors or those beliefs or those actions? And if I can work through my own personal crap around a lot of that stuff, right? If I can get over my own defensiveness, if I can get over my own ego placements, you know, of like the things that make me defensive and the things that I get reactive and triggered about, um, if I can move past and through those things, and sometimes maybe even if I can't, can I fight on behalf of other people? Um, can I step up um for elements that I think are really important in my community? Can I get angry, get loud,, um, you know, pull the whole car over on behalf of things that are happening in my neighborhood, in my city, in my country, Um, you know, (laughs) general strike. I know I keep mentioning it. Uh, (laughs) Turns out, turns out a few other people were kind of into the idea too. I don't know if you heard about it, you might look into it. Um, And so this is a full moon that really is bringing that conversation into profound clarity for us. What am I willing to um, fight for? What am I willing to, you know battle for and be a warrior of and you know on on whose behalf as well right because some people cannot fight for themselves some people do not have agency or the energy or the strength to be super real about it right some folks are are pretty beat up by this world and they do not have it in themselves to be their own advocates we're going to talk about that a little bit more in a second later in the week but this full moon in Aries yes it's spooky and oh my god witchy season and uh, what are you witching for hmm it's you look super cute on your Instagram in your big black hat stirring your cauldron who gets to eat that soup (laughs) I know I'm coming for you I'm sorry (laughs) but truly This full moon really asks us to step up and pick up our spear, whatever that thing is, the pointy end of ourselves that's direct and strong and courageous and mad about it and is like, no, no. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna hash this out. Now remember, we ended last week. If you listen to last week's uh, episode, we ended, or we are l- coming into this full moon on the heels of the ancient Greek festival Thesmophoria, which is the bitching festival. So this is we are in the time period of like, hey, no, I'm calling you out on this thing. It's not okay, and really. If we're being extremely brave, if we are really living in the profound truth of Aries, and when I think of Aries, I always think of also the emperor card from tarot. If we're living in the deep profound truth of that archetype, we're calling people in, we're not calling people out. We're building community, but it's not all sunshine and glitter and bullshit, right? building community means we have to be real with each other and we have to call people in and say, hey, this is not okay. And I'm willing to have an argument about it until we get it right, right for you, right for me and right for us. So that stuff is a lot of what's being asked of us magically this week. Um, And we're not going to really talk about the holy days this week. Sorry. Sorry. Get the book. <laughs> um, we will talk about them a lot in the coming weeks because next week is the Samhain class. Do, 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 do. I think I said I was going to teach it on the twenty first and my or the twenty second, and my life is just not really working that way. So I believe I'm teaching it next week on the twenty eighth of October. Um, but it, you know, we're going to talk about holy days a lot. But my point here is um that a lot of our holy days this week and a lot of our fixed stars that we are working with this week speak to the idea of protectors warriors as protectors clergy people who Um, might be seen as being a bad guy for holding back information from their flock, but they are actually protecting them from information or situations or experiences that they're not ready for. And yeah, there's a whole subjective conversation that we can have around that stuff, but there really is a thing about Standing up and stepping in and saying, "Hey, I have wisdom here. I have experience in this thing. You're not ready for this yet. Let me protect you from this thing." Um, But and as a form of advocacy, as a form of of fighting on behalf of a group of people, um, you know, moving into that place of being the protector. Something really, really emphasized quite a bit this week. Okay. While we are working with our waxing or full moon in Aries, we are working with our lunar body, right? Okay, as I say every week, not a medical doctor, don't sue me, Um, (laughs) doctor of love. Um, We are awakening, activating, adorning, stimulating and nourishing for action or and or we are resting, relaxing, nourishing, supporting or otherwise restoring, whatever feels right for you because it is the full moon. Uh, The head, the scalp, the hair, the face, the eyes, and the sinuses, those are all parts of the body, ruled by Aries, as I say every week, not a medical doctor. Please uh, get with your trusted medical advisor if you would like to incorporate the lunar body information into your weekly health regimen. Also, for our plant body, while we have this full moon in Aries, we are harvesting, we are doing pest control, we are plowing, we are weeding, and we are pruning. And in particular, this is, again, a great time to prune your plants for uh, controlling the bushy goodness. Um, All right. Moving into the next day, October 21st, uh, the moon moves directly into Taurus. In fact, the moon moves directly into Taurus a few hours after the full moon in Aries. So really, October 20th, we could say that the moon is also in Taurus. And on this moon in Taurus, um, it's not full but it's hours after the full moon. Um, So we could kind of say it's disseminating. I'm just calling it a big moon in Taurus. It's big. It's a big moon. Um, It's time to pick up our tools and make practical changes in our world. Or if our house looks great, go next door and help your friends. Go rake some leaves. Go see if somebody's gutters need cleaned out. Go see if somebody needs help taking their trash out. Go see if... Uh, somebody needs help getting their house, their apartment, their condo, their situation ready for fall and ready for winter. And if you're good and all your neighbors are good, then go check in with your people in your community and see if, you know, somebody down the street needs some help. Do they need the the fence at the pea patch repaired? Maybe habitat for humanity folks could be contacted as well. That kind of stuff for our lunar body. We are, um, sort of awakening and sort of resting, right? More, more resting and nourishing, um, our ears and our mouth. It's basically our speech and our hearing organs, our teeth, our tongue, and our neck. Those are all the areas ruled by Taurus. And for our plant body work, we are planting, transplanting, and grafting for, um, below ground support. So this day, uh, October 21st is one of the days that we have some funky astrology. So let's pause here and take a second to look at this slightly funky astrology that we have. All right, I guess I've kind of you know hyped this up a little a little too mean, but it's it's intense. So we have a Mars square pluto situation is what's going on we have mars in libra square pluto in capricorn at 22 degrees and mars is the activator here pluto is just hanging out at 22 degrees, 22 degrees for like a thousand years so <laughs> mars is the planet that's moving and making and making this happen and so first we want to think about mars in libra mars is not extremely excited to be in libra because mars is very direct very forceful can be you know Uh, brash about things, right? Very abrupt. Uh, And Libra is very diplomatic, wants to keep it cute, wants to keep things nice. And so when Mars is in Libra, it can be a little passive aggressive about things um, or it can be like our Mars elements can feel a little stifled by, you know, like there's too much starch in our shirt kind of vibes, right? (laughs) Um, Square, right? Pluto and Capricorn. So Pluto is the planet in our chart that really speaks to deeply transformative experiences that happen over long periods of time. Um, And so in general, Pluto is pretty intense, but can't be ultra ultra intense all the time every day. (laughs) But when there are transits, it kind of wakes up that transformative energy and transformation is a lovely word. um, (laughs) But as I talk about with, like, the temperance card in tarot, um, you know, it, it sounds lovely to talk about forging steel, O oh, to be the ore, however, Right. Uh, to go through the process of the foundry and to be melted down um, and hammered into shape is a pretty intense experience. And that is a lot of what is happening when we're working with a planet like Pluto. Very slowly over time, we are being worn away, ground down, hammered into different shapes that, of course, it's really good for you. It's character building. This is supposed to, <laughs> it's supposed to be happening. But while Pluto is hanging out in Capricorn, it can get real stodgy about it, and it can get real dedicated to the traditional forms of things and the old forms of things. Even though Capricorn is um, a cardinal sign, and so it does want to initiate stuff, it wants to initiate things that are going to last through time and stand the test of time. And of course, its ru- its ruling planet, Capricorn's ruling planet, is Saturn. Um, and Saturn is more than happy for things to be very slow and to never change, right? Right stick with the traditional, stick with the conservative. So Pluto in Capricorn is like, I'm transforming things, but I have a bit of a conservative edge to how we're transforming things. Mars, again, coming back to that planet, Brash, the warrior, right? A lot of that energy that we're talking about with the full moon in Aries is now coming through in this Mars and Libra square Pluto and Capricorn situation. And that energy may feel thwarted, So I really want to kind of, you know, prepare you for that sense of like feeling very fired up with the full moon and here just a day later, it's like burnt, you know, feel like you're just running right into a wall. When we are working with this Mars square Pluto situation, ways that this might manifest are serious conflicts between um, the energy of the individual and the energy of the group. So we have a week, you know, that's kind of encouraging us to work with the group and work on behalf of the group, fight on behalf of the group, advocate on behalf of the group. But this Mars square Pluto situation is very like well but and <laughs> I'm kind of fussy when it comes to that stuff. I feel like I'm against the the vision of the group. And depending on how bad you want to do the thing or how hard the group seems to be fighting you is how gnarly this transit might turn out. Um, but on the positive end or on the dyna- the other dynamic end of this square, um, it can be an incredible time for creatively transforming the world around you. So it can manifest as really intense power struggles, but it can also manifest as this incredibly dynamic situation wherein really powerful transformative stuff can happen. And with Pluto, sometimes that's exactly the same situation. <laughs> like this is really frustrating and hard. And something really profound is changing because this difficult thing has come to the surface. Always for me, I, when I think of the planet Pluto, I'm thinking about volcanoes. And I'm thinking about the time that it takes for a volcano to build up enough pressure. But that's sort of the situation, right? Instead of it just naturally, like instead of it releasing, its natural process is to not release and to let a bunch of pressure build up and then to have this big blast, this big thing that changes the landscape Um, and is really kind of epic, but also... Uh, can be really um, destructive, right? It can really be uh, apocalyptic sometimes with Pluto. Um, so maybe we'll get hit by an asteroid. We're probably not that lucky though. <laughs> Let's just be honest. <laughs> um, so on this day, just take care of yourself. The, the most powerful thing that we can do on this day is to whenever, especially when it comes to Mars, take a step back, take a few breaths and think to yourself, okay, I'm getting worked up. I'm getting defensive. I feel like I'm being attacked. That may or may not be happening, but I don't have to react to it unless your life is in danger, then fight like hell, kill them. But <laughs> don't sue me for saying that you should kill somebody that's trying to kill you. Uh, but, <laughs> but you know, if if a fight needs to happen, stand up for it, right? And that's sort of the other message of this week is like when the fight comes to you, if, if it needs to be fought, fight it. But if it doesn't, let that shit go. Give yourself the peace, right? Give yourself the peace of mind um, and, and the peace of spirit. And um, and take yourself for a walk. Count down from 1,000. Go sniff some lavender, whatever you got to do. to And to, to be able to give yourself the space to say to yourself, wow, I'm really like hackled up about this. I'm really like freaked out about this. This is really like getting me angry, getting me defensive. Where, where, where am I? Okay. I think everything's fine. So why am I so freaked out? What's going on for me right now? What is this? When it comes to Pluto stuff, the moment that we can from a loving and not judgmental, but super ultra real place, turn that like erg thing back into ourselves again from a loving and non-judgmental place. We don't want to turn it into attacking ourselves, but we want to turn it into a like, okay, I'm trying to like wrangle something really intense in the world. Does this actually is this actually something that's needing to be wrangled in myself? Again, sometimes it is something that's in the world that we have to yell at, we have to stand up against it, and we have to fight the monster sometimes. So if you end up fighting monsters this week, good luck. Um, In the words of uh, GK Chesterton, Chesterton, excuse me, um, dragons do not exist in fairy tales to convince children that dragons exist. Children know that dragons exist. Dragons exist in fairy tales to remind children that they can kill them. And so sometimes when we're having these hard moments in our life, it is to remind us or one of the things that we can get out of it. Let's, let's not say that it's only happening to do (laughs) to remind us of something. Shit, shit happens, right? One of the ways that we can interpret those experiences is as a reminder of oh right that's right (laughs) i'm a fucking badass i almost forgot it was starting to get weird in here and i was like losing my light for a moment that's right i'm dope we're awesome this is incredible we can do all kinds of really cool stuff so let's make that happen like right now um but be easy with yourself it's tough it's tough astrology be easy with yourself okay let's move on to the rest of the week Okay. October 22nd, our moon is still in Taurus. So we are still doing our Taurus work with our moon, but also on this day, uh, the only astrology that we have is just a little old thing of the sun entering Scorpio. Hello. Of course, this is for tropical or Western astrology in Vedic and sidereal astrology and probably some other systems. Um, the sun is still fully ensconced in the sign of Libra. Okay. So what are we doing with the sun in Scorpio? Well, of course, as we talk about every month, um, the sun represents our sense of self, our source, um, our creative potential, um, our connection to our sense of self, all of that. And When we're working with the sign of Scorpio, the sign of Scorpio is a fixed sign. So it likes to sustain and maintain things. It's a water sign. So it's very emotive. Um, it can be very deep. It can be very personal and very private and also very secretive. Um, and, uh, and, and, so the, the types of things that we can adapt or adopt, I guess I should say, as the moon is, or excuse me, as the sun is moving through the sign of Scorpio, um, is that we may start to have more adventures or take on more of an air um, of transformation. Very Plutonic, I guess I should say, because Pluto is the modern ruler of Scorpio. Of course, the ancient ruler is Mars, so (laughs) here now we reveal this the secret sauce of this mars square pluto situation um is that, you know, we now have the sun entering Scorpio. And so these two rulers are kind of having this argument or this back and forth within us. It's fine. Everything's fine. So (laughs) we may take on an air of the occult or the mysterious. Um, we may be really into the idea of penetrative psychological experiences and transformative sexual and psychological experiences. Um, Uh, as the sun moves through Scorpio, we can have, uh, really dark and spooky experiences with our shadow side that are ultimately extremely healing, but, and also a lot of stuff around, um, like power and, um, power structures and, uh, um, Power in relationships gets brought to the surface as well, and our feelings about that and our tendencies towards those things as well. Our fixations, our fears, our illusions, our misunderstandings around death and profound change and profound transformation, right? Transformation sounds super exciting until we actually get into it. And then it's like, oh God, wait, what? What did I say I was gonna do? Like it freaks us out, right? Um, And so a lot of that type of stuff can come up for us in Scorpio season. Wow, it's also just about Samhain season where we do all that same stuff. I'm sure it's a coincidence. (laughs) We haven't said that on the podcast in a while. Um, We can get secretive. We can get paranoid. Uh, we can get deceptive when our fears are activated, when our insecurities are poked at, when, um, things start to get spooky around us. We can then lash out and our, you know, very altruistic warrior vibes that we were talking about earlier this week suddenly become cruel or vindictive or revengeful and our sexy, you know, um transgressive vibes that we start out with with somebody suddenly it becomes jealousy or it becomes really overwhelming or it becomes again like this weird you know power switch situation of like okay this is weird i didn't know you know what was going on but it's getting weirder even more so now so it can get a little spooky during Scorpio season. It's okay. We got it in us. We do it every year. It's going to be fine, but you'll probably just start to notice some more of that type of stuff in your world. Um, All right. Moving on with the rest of the week. On October 23rd, our disseminating moon enters Gemini. And this is a really fantastic time for reading and comparing the writings of different people, especially if they have different views on the same subject. It is a great time for book discussions. Uh, it's a great time for intellectual research, and it is an even better time to send ideas out to places where they can be read above all. It is a great time to write anything. So just put some pen to paper, dust off the keyboard, get to it. For our lunar body, we are resting, relaxing, nourishing, supporting, or otherwise restoring the shoulders, the elbows, the wrists, the arms in total, and the hands. So yes, we're doing some writing, but we want to be very gentle with ourselves as we're doing so. And for our plant body work, we are harvesting and we are controlling insects and pests. We are plowing and we are weeding. Moving to October 24th, we still have our uh, disseminating moon in Gemini, and it, is, uh, it hits the exact degree of disseminating moon uh, at 16 degrees on October fourth 24th. We have no other astrology for that day. Um, moving to October 25th, uh, we have the disseminating moon entering Cancer. And this is the moon where now that we have, uh, advocated, we've, we've gotten our will up, right? We've gotten our passions up with our Aries full moon about advocating for folks and fighting on behalf of people. We put hammer to nail and we built some things and we made some things happen. We've read thinkers and doers and we've read opinions and we've had some discourse around that. Now, as the moon enters cancer, we want to do work on behalf of people and parts of ourselves that need or needed protection. So again, this emphasis on this idea of protection as a means perhaps (coughs) of pulling ourselves away from our anger or circumventing it, maybe, I don't know. One way to do this is if you are confident and articulate is the offer to be an advocate for people who must face down intimidating bureaucracy and are terrified of it and likely to let that terror keep them from getting their due. So perhaps go out and bolster some of those uh, strike lines that you see out there. Maybe there's some folks that really want to strike, but they are scared to do it this might be a good time to support them. Or even just write a nice letter to somebody and say, hey, I appreciate the work that you're doing. Thank you for being as brave as you are. Um, You could also go with a friend while they, or anybody in your community, while they attempt to tackle a difficult task and give them the moral support and the pep talk that they need and deserve. Um, But it is also a great time to check in on our own internal walls the ones that we that we erect for self protection and to see if they are really still needed and if they are determine whether they are a good working order and not full of holes. So yes, we want to check in with people in our world, but while we have the few days of this disseminating moon in cancer, we also want to be checking in with ourself and our defensiveness and make sure that it is rightly placed. And also that we aren't letting people walk all over us and letting people get away with stuff that maybe they actually need to be called out on. All right. For our lunar body work, we are resting, relaxing, nourishing, supporting, or otherwise restoring the uh, belly, the breasts, and the chest. And for our plant body work, we are planting, transplanting, and grafting. Okay. Moving to October 26th, we still have our disseminating moon hanging out in Cancer. Um, and our astrology for this day is not the worst thing ever, but it is funky. Um, and with everything else that we have going on with this week, with like power issues and like weird struggles with Pluto and our defensive warrior self, like this could be a little something, something. Okay. So what is it? Oh my God. Okay. It is <laughs> Venus and Sagittarius square Neptune in retrograde in Pisces at 20 degrees and Neptune has been hanging out at 20 degrees of Pisces for like a thousand years. So whatever. Um, it's Venus that is making the transit. Venus is the faster moving planet here. And so as a side note, Venus is going to hang out here for like a day. Okay. So this isn't something that we have to trudge through for weeks on end. Um, all the same, it's not a super fun transit. It's not the worst in the world, but it's not super, super fun because mostly what it brings up is um, illusion and delusion in our loving relationships. And so that can manifest as a couple of different things that can manifest as meeting people and falling in love or falling in like, or falling in crush. right? Um, And it turns out that that person is not at all what they seem to be that they promise stuff that they are never gonna deliver. And there's a lot of like hokum, there's a lot of uh, a lot of illusion and fantasy to the situation and not in a good way, right? So that's one way that this can manifest. Another way that this can manifest is um, in your established rela- loving relationships, um, we maybe see things that aren't there or we start to see the things that we thought were there and are now sort of revealing themselves uh, to be illusions or to be fantasies or to be things that we are projecting onto the relationship that are not true about the relationship and, or things that our partner or partners um, are projecting onto us and it's not true. And so that type of stuff may also come to a head on this day, (coughs) but everything, you know, nothing is truly all bad or all good. And so this can also be an incredible day for creativity, for artistic endeavor, for imaginative pursuits, for very mystical experiences, um, for you know spiritual experiences that kind of go beyond words or go beyond logic, that go beyond um, things that can be expressed in the physical realm, dream work, astral realm work. It can be really, really good for that stuff, but that illusion, delusion thing still applies. So also a funky day for like dealing with gurus, also a funky day for dealing with, you know, again, people who are trying to, you know, get you to believe one thing and pulling a bait and switch on you and trying to, you know, like it's Venus, right? There could be something here about being suckered into buying something that is not at all what it appears to be. So just know that it's a day that could be super, super foggy. And with all of the defensiveness and weird power dynamic stuff that had, has been coming up earlier in the week, that fogginess could really push you into feeling like, oh, I'm super paranoid. I don't know who to trust. Um, know that it's going to pass. Again, it's one of those moments of like, I don't have to make a decision right in this moment. I'll just tell them I'll get back to you in 24 hours and I'm sure I'll have a clearer perspective on what's going on. Um, it's always okay to put yourself in timeout. Always okay to put yourself in timeout going to have that carved on my tombstone. I'm not going to have a tombstone. They're going to burn me. (laughs) Um, or maybe I'll do that aquamation. I keep hearing so much about anyways. Um, that is the big beefy situation of October 26th. So we are going to move right on to October 27th. We still have our disseminating moon in cancer and that's it. There's no astrology for this day. And that's all the astrology for this week. <laughs> I have went back and looked through the book a few times. I may have missed something. I'm not perfect, but, uh, I was like, that's it. That's it. That's plenty. Honestly, <laughs> God is blessed. We have a boring ass week. Thank you. Um, I know we didn't talk about the Holy days. Uh, and I'm sorry. I just, um, I got a lot of stuff going on. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> It'll be better soon. Um, but uh, just know that, um, again, as I said at the beginning, a majority of the holidays that we have this week are really focusing on warriors who are protectors and other archetypes who are protector-like archetypes. Um, and this is also, and and there also are not too many holidays this week. There's there's actually a, a pretty small amount compared to a lot of other weeks, and it's because we're coming up to Samhain. So it's sort of like a lot of the cultures around the world have either already done their ancestor stuff or they're saving it up <laughs> for this this portion of the run. Um, all right, my friends, uh, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Remember, as I said, it is always okay to put yourself in time out. That is one of the best things that we can do for ourselves and our community sometimes. Don't get too defensive, but don't shy away from a fight. if uh, If it needs to happen, tell them what the fuck is up. All right. I love you all. Blessed be. See you soon.